What is going on, you beautiful people? Thank you for joining us for another episode of Off The Dome Radio. And I know we missed a week, Tim and I. We just had some big moves. We each moved our, our living situations. I moved the office. We're, we're getting some exciting guests on the show coming up. So we appreciate you bearing with us. We're back in action, full force. Uh, so today, we, as always, we have our fun conversation. We kind of recap our weekend and talk about some new things going on. We go through our stock talk. We do talk TikTok as well and some, some just interesting thoughts on what might happen there and just things on, on cyberspace in general. Then get into our ROEs. I talk about uh, discipline and priorities and, and, you know, based on your character traits and you know you might have to work harder to just sit down and do a project that's how i am uh but you know stay disciplined uh keep after it and then we end with book talk i talk about uh reading an intro to real estate investing from the guys on bigger pockets great podcast but i bring up jocko willing's discipline equals freedom uh just based on even the title alone uh can really be eye-opening and awakening as well tim where do you take us today yeah, it was good to be uh, back on the on the mics, back on the podcast after a week off. It was good, good ideas flowing on here, and I know it's going to be a great episode for people today. Uh, kind of update uh, based on what I, some projects I've been doing with my job, um, how how I've been able to use some of my other skills and my other jobs to help me with my current job. So cool, cool discussion there, and then the stock talk. Obviously, uh, my portfolio has been down recently because of some. Uh, some recent tech news, so I'll kind of explain. I mean, since since I talk about my success in the stock market, I also got to talk about my failures. I mean, we, we I'm, I'm not going to hide. So I'm just going to talk about just some of the picks that we've been talking about and just some updates on those. And then book talk, I talk about the book, Outwitting the Devil by Napoleon Hill. Um, the one thing that holds people back um, when they fit. So um, I think you guys are going to get a lot of value from this episode. Without further ado, episode 146. Yeah, dude. All right. So I know we've been been off for a week. We've been moving. Yes. Where you live. I moved where I live. Moved the office. We've been busy. We've been busy. We have been. Glad to be back on it, though. When we can't make time to record, you you know we grind it. So it's good to be back. It's good to be back. Yeah. And I know, like, you've been picking up work projects. My stuff's been picking up. I've been just, like, like I said earlier, before we started rolling, networking harder too, just surrounding myself with the people that uh, they're just good people, but also they've done what, what I want to do in Chase. So, you know, we talk about finding those that are, are good at what you want to be good at mm-hmm. and just building good relationships and not to like use them for, I was talking about this uh, with my mom the other day. Uh, she's like, not that, you know, we want to use people for their wealth or success. Like you want to, be friends and have that good relationship, but you know, be with successful people. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, fuck yeah, it's just like gotta be with the hustlers, man. Surrounded by the hustlers. Or just or just go places where successful people are gonna be. And then mm-hmm. just osmosis. Yes, dude, for sure. Oh, speaking of which, I think I got a RIA meeting tomorrow. I think my first one, double check. First RIA meeting. First what meeting? RIA, uh, Real Estate Investing Association. Oh, okay. Yes. Signed up for, there's two, uh, local and indie signed up for one. It's free. I was like, sure. Yeah. Like, why not? Um, so dude, yeah, for sure. Uh, yeah. Once we finish up, I'll I'll send it to you. Cause 
yeah, I, I mean, I'd love to have something to go with um, mm -hmm. if you want. Like, if not, if you can't make it, whatever, I'll double check times. But yeah, I'm like, that's, I need to do those things. I yeah. finished uh, that pro wholesaler course with uh, from Alex Martinez. Dude, good stuff, man. Mm -hmm. Like, people that I've talked to about that, that the few that know, we're like skeptical. I'm like, that, that's fine. But we've talked to the dude. We, he's not like a hag, a scam artist. He knows how to get it done. But I'll tell you one thing. It is hard to have an agent give you just assistant MLS access. Yeah. They're very weary, and I understand. But he made it seem like it would be easier than it is. Yeah. It's hard. Well, the, I mean, I think the toughest thing is going to be gain, gaining trust from people. Like, what, mm -hmm. like. When you start out with no experience, I mean, you got it. You got to be able to position yourself in a way that um, you're valuable to them and offer value to them. And I think once mm -hmm. you, obviously, once you get more experience and, and get deals under your belt, get some like proof that you've been successful, it'll be a lot easier. Mm -hmm. But I think this is the toughest part is just getting started and building the trust. I feel like. Yeah, because real estate is such a a referral industry too, where just mm -hmm. people know people. Hey, I've worked with so and so, so. He talks about ways to, to kind of, you know, if you're dealing with an agent and they don't want to rep you as a buyer because they're representing the seller too, he's like, look, ask for them for referrals or someone in their agency that they've worked with or another agent that they've worked with that would represent you. I'm like, that's a really good kind of little hack. Um, you know, not crossing any moral bounds or anything and do just a good course. It's a solid course. He gives you resources contracts how to draft good emails to certain uh certain individuals and it's dude yeah it's solid it's mm -hmm. solid so just right. trying to put it into practice yeah like one said, of my hopefully. friends one of my friends from warsaw he actually he was like oh like do you have any good uh, podcasts that i should go back and listen to from your episode he's like, mm -hmm. he's like which episodes from off the dome should i listen to I was like, go back and listen to Alex Martinez episode. And he went back and listened yes. to it. He's actually been emailing back and forth with Alex uh, trying to get on the course. So, I mean, yes. it's good to see people from our circle uh, doing the same thing. So, yeah, I, I'm going to, I'm going to blast out something on Instagram. I think just like promote it and maybe re-promote the episode too. Like dude, worth the time and money for sure. Mm -hmm. Like hundred yeah. percent. Like I said, hopefully the other stuff, uh, I really hope things go well with Phil. Uh, Phil from Simply Nano, if you guys missed that one. Incredible human, successful in, in just so many facets, but uh, hoping he might be able to just guide me a little bit. You know, not that I'm, I want to ask him for a job or stuff, but hopefully just give me a little guidance. Yeah. You know, do's, and, do's and don'ts in the industry, how to approach certain things. Maybe I'll ask him, like, because, you know, there's a. Uh, it went through how to use Redfin or Zillow or Realtor.com and use those things if you don't have MLS access, how to work around that and still find deals and find properties and, and contact information. So there's ways around it. Mm -hmm. And obviously just it's a convenience thing. But yeah, dude, it's good. Like I said earlier, been promoting the, the business, getting more rehab patients at, uh, at the new office. New gym is sweet. It was nice. Fountain out back, uh, solid space, man. Um, yeah, doing promoting uh, August free nutrition consults all of August. So just working it, just working it. Yeah, and That's and great. I've been making sure to be consistent. You know, getting something every yeah. day, just something. So it's good. It, it's like 
yeah, dude, the, mm-hmm. the hunger, baby, it's, it's for real. Yeah. There's two things I'm doing that you're doing that I like. I, the first thing is obviously like this is a lesson for anybody. Like if you're trying to get more knowledgeable in an industry, there's so many people who are willing to be a mentor for you. Mm-hmm. Um, and the key is like find a passionate industry that you want to learn about and like you're passionate about and then look up people who are experts in it, whether that's through LinkedIn or through relationships like you did. Just get lunch with them, offer to buy them lunch or something, which is you did. Mm-hmm. And then the second thing is you're offering free value through your content, um, through your free consults. I was going to DM you, but I figured I don't want to take up his time. I don't want to mooch off of him. He's, oh, got, he's, got, he's got other people that could be using that instead of me. No, man. It, dude, if, if you want, if you want to uh, get in the weeds, like, like obviously, man, we go back, we're going to keep going around the block. Uh, dude, I'm always down to help you. Like, I will always make the time for my people like 100 um, yeah. percent so yeah happy to have that conversation and help you out with that for sure like yeah yeah on the real we, we can we can do some damage for sure oh yeah for sure yeah I mean, so de- dude, yeah definitely longevity, so dude yeah so um yeah we can definitely get after it so sounds like we have some more talking to do later oh for sure yeah always. but uh yeah you moved uh things with, with that you're still moving some stuff in you said you got your couch today yeah so yeah i i all last week i was moving stuff into my new my new place or the week before i was moving stuff from mm-hmm. my old place to my new place and i did not hire a moving company so it was all manual lab, labor on my end and too strong uh, with that yeah, shit we were putting in work I, I burned a lot of calories that week because you know my old place it's got like three flights of stairs that go up to the main place Dude, I don't know how you did it. Yeah, the amount of trips I took up and down that thing, like it was, it was a good workout all week. But mm-hmm. yeah, and just that combination with just extra projects I'm getting at work, and yeah, it, it was just a, it was a busy week. But you know what? I mean, I knew ahead of time it was gonna be a tough week, and you gotta face weeks like that because I mean they really do yeah. make you strong. You gotta, you gotta push yourself outside of your comfort zone a few times. But dude, so. even without carrying stuff up and down those stairs, bro. <gasps> <sighs> always out of breath when you walk up getting, getting your steps and your cardio in for the day heart health be good as fuck living where you lived yeah that's right uh, how's everything else anything else new any any uh any sweet projects at work yeah i mean we're obviously we're bringing on new like assets on under our company we're managing new pro- new properties and Whenever we take those over, it's it's a matter of doing the due diligence with the property, which is a really cool thing to learn about. Because as you know, mm-hmm. in real estate, whether you're acquiring a property or you're selling a property, there's due diligence that goes into evaluating like the financials of a property, like if the property is sound. And it's really cool being on the other side of that and evaluating like what goes into it. And that's what I've been yeah. able to do with the property we're acquiring. And whenever we acquire a new property, I, I have to compare what they're doing marketing-wise and create like a whole new marketing plan for them. So, yeah. I mean, as people know, my, my job <clears throat> is not only to like just market our communities and improve our reputation, but also <clears throat> to generate like new traffic and new business for our like onsite team. So um, just doing that through like digital marketing, like website management. Um, one thing that I actually did for the first time this past month is uh, run a Google AdWords campaign. So like when, when you type Ooh. for stuff in Google, and you see like websites that rank at the top and it says ad next to their little thing. Like that's, that's Google AdWords. So 
Um, mm-hmm. I don't want to get too deep into it, but it was, it was kind of cool running one of those for the first time. Like I, I hear so much about it and like people talk about Google yeah. AdWords and to be able to like get in the weeds and actually do it myself for the first time. It's, it's really cool what this job has, has kind of allowed me to do um, in, the, in the things I'm, I'm learning about. Cause I mean, a lot of the, I mean, people ask me like at my company and outside of my company, like, I mean, like what, what where do you want to go with this? Like, why, why are you in this, this marketing role at, at the property management company? I was like, well, I think in life, like, the marketing isn't going to define who I am. I think what's going to define who I am is I, I want to be the person that owns these properties one day and like rinse these out. So I'm, I'm literally in this industry to, to just learn and anything and everything about it. And mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's what I've been focused on. So. Well, and I, I I feel like you you've positioned yourself really well with this company. Not only because you love what you do and you're good at what you do, but in terms of your your expansion of knowledge. So mm-hmm. you know you're you're marketing, but you're learning so many different ways to sell. This is what you're doing. You're, you're selling, right? Um, and yeah, I've never run a Google Ads. I've only done Facebook. Um, was Google Ads? Was that uh, easier harder than facebook just just different um tough to tough to start if someone's listening like oh i've heard they're good is it a lot to tackle at one time or how do you how do you feel about that from that perspective yeah it's it was a lot easier than i thought like there's a couple like nuances and like small details that like it like checked me on like like oh google told me oh like oh you forgot to do this and this step oh like you forgot to do this so just like small stuff but it's a pretty easy process so like what you do is like say like you got to think what would people search in Google to find this business and you, you just got to reverse engineer it and run yeah. the, run the Google ad for those terms. And yeah. So that's cool. That's cool. Yeah. I mean, you're, you know, I'm happy that you're at where you're at cause you're getting exposed to a lot of good stuff. And like you said, just from a real estate perspective too, like you're just seeing the ins and outs. Yeah. And like the, the cool thing about it is too, is like, I think eventually maybe I see myself doing like, like just business consulting. So like all this stuff I'm learning about Google and like Google business pages, like I just noticed there's just a lot of businesses out there that don't take advantage of their Google listing. Cause like that, that's where people go to search for stuff. Like I'd say like mm-hmm. 90% of people, 90 to 95% of people just searching to Google. So if like your business doesn't have a presence on there, whether it's SEO or your business page or like the ability to get to your website, like, you're just not going to be able to get customers online. And like with everything going on this year, like going forward, I think a lot more people are going to be comfortable, like just buying stuff online or like making appointments online or like learning about you online. So like yeah. just learning necessary tools in this job that like, I noticed just a lot of businesses just don't do or don't do well. So yeah. I feel like it's one of those things where I'm, I'm learning like transcendent things about digital marketing and like what a digital marketing consultant would do. I'm doing that a lot in, in my own job. So it's, I That's mean, awesome. it's, it's great, man. It's good. That's I'm, I'm going to shut these windows real quick. It's getting, getting nasty. And it's getting loud. Oh, you're, you're, getting, right. you're getting rain up there now? It's about to start. Uh, we're, we're, getting, we're getting wind right now. And it's getting oh. dark. So I don't, I don't want to mess with our audio quality. Ooh, yep. Just felt the tent just drop. At least five degrees just on the wind. So it's, uh, Oh, Betsy, she's coming in. Oh, yeah. Um, so do you think uh, 
back to the, the Google ads, um, does Bing or any other search engine engines like that do, I would imagine they do the similar ads, right? Cause I mean, who knows what is what anymore, but you've seen a lot of stuff lately all over the news about Google doing this or that. Maybe they are, maybe they aren't. Um, uh, do you see uh, any sort of shift or do you know if, if Bing does a similar ad thing or Yahoo or anything like that? That's a great question. And what, what I've noticed, cause we have like 30, 30 properties and like our, our, our system, like our customer management system, it tells us, which search engines people find us on. And I've noticed that, that Yahoo and Bing, they account for just 6% of our website traffic. Oh, like wow, 6, so not much. 6% of the people that find our websites, they do it through Bing and Yahoo. So mm. like, to be honest with you, I haven't really dabbled that much in yeah. depth with those. Um, just because the 80-20 principle, like I'm not gonna yeah. spend too much time doing that. But that's a good question yeah. though. I mean, it would be good to just know that, but I, I feel like, it's just, it's shifting for 6%. Yeah. It, yeah. 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 You're yeah. right. Some of them are near like 10%, but like on average, 6% of our people come from Bing. So. Yeah. Hmm. I had someone when we were in school, you know, like no one ever used Bing who talks about, Oh, I'm going to Bing it. Right. You know, Google it. Hey, I'm going <laughs> to Bing it. I'm going to Bing it instead. <laughs> I mean, uh, what to say? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Right. Uh, one, uh, one friend, he was like, uh, yo dude, I use Bing better pictures on the homepage cuz <laughs> I guess Google need to step up their homepage pictures man it's awesome um, yeah uh, yeah that's, that's cool man yeah you're really man, you're getting into a lot of different things useful in whatever industry or route you get into man just being able to market that way sell a product a service um, visibility yeah, you're you're in yeah. the weeds there, man. That's awesome. Right, and I feel like just the biggest challenge, like for me, and I would advise this to people in any job, is like, no, no matter where you're at in your career, I feel like you should always join a company that, apart from the work and your responsibilities, you should enjoy learning about that company and enjoy learning about that industry, and you shouldn't get too deep into like your core responsibilities and like your tasks every day. And like spend time to like just self-educate yourself. I feel like mm -hmm. the best, the best companies out there, big or small, they're the ones that literally tell their employees, Hey, budget five to 10% of your week in learning whatever you want to learn within this job. Like, I feel like it's so easy to just get caught up in like doing as much as you can to like maximize your role. But I do think it's important for everybody to take the time and just step back and be like, Hey, like I'm just going to dedicate an hour today, just learning, like just educating myself about this. Cause it's, yeah. it's a very tough thing to do, like just to step back and do. And sometimes I like, I get too deep into it, but you should always, you should always take time to educate yourself. And, and Mark Cuban always said like you're getting paid to learn. So like just take time to learn. Yeah. And like, you know, who, who knows that, that extra education, if you don't think it's related to your job, it, it could help spark a different thought or a different way of, of a process and it could somehow improve your current role and you can stand out better because you did a little extra on the side of something that, oh, hey, I enjoy doing this more, so I'll do some, I'll spend some time here. It can improve your current role. Like, and then it's like, yo, like, How'd you come up with this? Like no one's thought of this before. Like where did this come from? And it's like, then you're, you're the new go-to, you're the new X factor of like, Hey, 
uh, on this project. I want, I want, I want Tim, you know, he, he comes up, he thinks it up and, and like no one is thinking outside the box like that. I want him on this project because I need something that hasn't been done before because our current process isn't working and I don't know where to go. Mm -hmm. yeah. So I, yeah, I think you can only do good things, you know, and including the current role, not maybe not every time, but man, I, I truly believe if once you're working on something else, it can spark a, a different thought. If you're stuck on something or like, Oh, Hey, I can, I can change this this way. That'll be good. For sure. Yeah. Just, and one more micro example before we move on. Yeah. My, my, my writing gig, um, some, some of the assignments that I get from, from my writing gig, my freelance writing, um, I've learned so much about SEO and search engine optimization from that, that I've been able to like carry over into my marketing role with Stone Creek. Like, the, the amount of detail that I put into like optimizing our websites and our like apartment listings on apartments.com and Google and like apartment guide and optimizing our content on there for SEO. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I just take it to a whole nother level and I wouldn't have done that if it hadn't been for my freelance writing job. So exactly. There, yeah, oh. there it is. Crazy. That's awesome. Ooh, yeah. We got, we got the rain. Bring the rain. Yeah, yeah, it's Monday night right now. For for those people that are listening at this point, we're we're just get we're about to get dumped on in Indianapolis. Yeah, yeah, this is the calm before the storm. This is the rain coming straight down. It's not sideways yet. Yeah. Um, speaking of going sideways, though, let's get a little stock talk because TikTok is interesting. I'm really fascinated where that's going to where that's going to land. Uh, I was reading a little earlier before we started. Uh, it seems top two contenders right now are Microsoft and Twitter. Yep, I saw that too. Um, yeah, and, and Microsoft, man, their their stocks like two hundred eight a share, a little expensive for my taste now. So I still might buy some Twitter stock just in case that they pull it off. Even though they lost money, a lot of money in the last quarter, but I mean a lot of people did. So, and it could yeah. be really good for Twitter. You know, Vine Vine tanked. That didn't go well, but I think TikTok is a different beast, and um, I'm really hoping it goes that way because I want to buy some Twitter stock. But interested your thoughts on that because I don't, I've not been on TikTok. It's not on my phone. I know we've talked about like you said, trainers have, have done it really well. I just I haven't dedicated time towards that yet. I've just I've prioritized some other things. Um, so I know you've been on it a little bit more than I have. Uh, do you think it'll go a certain way? Anything else you've seen? Um, <clears throat> so I got, I got no, I don't have like a, like a set prediction of like what will mm -hmm. happen with TikTok. Um, I know that it's definitely been like the talk of a lot of circles and like a very popular topic, not only like with people who, who I, who I talk with about the stock market, but also just like the political sphere too. Cause like obviously mm. Trump is the one that, yeah. That um, sign the order and everything. Um, yeah, I, I do think it is like a slippery slope to do that though, because I get I get the the reasoning behind banning it initially because mm -hmm. of our data with with China, but I feel like there's a lot of things that we use that could also open up to that risk. Like what like what I'm saying is like we're gonna ban TikTok. I mean, there's a lot of other things that we should ban, like ban like the internet. Should, yeah, like. <laughs> So like th that's it. That was interesting to me. Um, the biggest thing, like, and it's impact. So we talked about um, fastly the stock fastly on here. It's been like my my biggest winner of twenty twenty stock. It's like up like 
like 250% for the year or whatever. Um, yeah, you did all right. I had no idea when TikTok got banned. I didn't really think much of it, like of an impact on my stock portfolio. But apparently Fastly, who does content delivery network services, so Fastly, the company, they help websites, they, they help their media load faster, they help their, their internet go faster. So apparently TikTok is a customer of Fastly's. Mm. And apparently TikTok supplies like 10 to 15% of Fastly's revenue. So on their earnings call, when they, when they said that <laughs> TikTok is a customer of theirs, and if TikTok ends up actually getting banned, it's going to impact their, their business like significantly. Um, the stock tanked. Like my, my portfolio has been down cause like, uh, like cause Fastly was like 115 that earnings call happened. It's trading at like 80 right now. So it's declined yeah. like a lot. Um, so that was just, that was interesting to find out there. Cause I didn't even know they were a customer of theirs. Like I know they, they take care of Fastly takes care of Shopify. They take care of the New York times, but I didn't know TikTok was a customer. Like, I, like yeah. Jim, Jim Cramer on CNBC, he was listing all of Fastly's customers and he lists like six customers, but he doesn't list their biggest customer. In TikTok. So it was, it was surprised Strange. to me that just the, the impact. But um, yeah, I think whoever gets it, I think it will be, um, I don't think it'll, it'll change that company that much. I think it's mm. just, uh, I think the reasoning behind it is just to keep it within the United States. I, I don't think, any of those businesses, Microsoft or Twitter would acquire it if it took too much resources to like take off with it. Like those companies are already, those companies are already getting, already doing well and they're going to do well regardless of whether they get TikTok or not. Um, so I'm just, I'm interested to see what happens with it, but yeah, but my portfolio has been down big time because of fastly mm-hmm. going down because of TikTok and then, um, Tencent, which we've covered on here. Yeah. Um, Trump was also talking about banning WeChat too. So oh, geez. Uh, t- Tencent has been down like 10%, 10 to f- like 10 to 12% of the last week for me. So Dang. yeah, just, in- just interesting. I'm interested to see what happens with it. Uh, um, someone was telling me about another competitor to, fa- to TikTok. I can't remember what it's called. Does it start with a D? Um, uh, Is it like the Chinese version? Because I saw something, there's like another... Called Triller. Triller. Yeah. So it, it's a app that does the same exact thing. And apparently a lot of the TikTok people are migrating to that app. But we'll see. Interesting. And, uh, do you know who owns that or is that its own private? Do you know? It's owned by a media company. It's not its own company. It's owned by a different company. Huh. Uh, it, okay. It's not publicly traded. It's not, it's not publicly traded either. So. Damn, you knew my follow-up. Yeah. Yeah. But... Yes, yeah, interesting. Been- yeah, and, and I like your um, uh, your thoughts on you know if we're banning that, like, look, if we're gonna talk cybersecurity, the internet, using the internet is, is a risk, right? Like, how many yeah. other ways can someone destroy another country or state, like just via cyberspace? And like, there are people out there that can do pretty much anything with a computer yeah. and the internet. So yeah. as scary as that is to think about, it. yeah, it's interesting that like we're so harsh on, on that right now, but I know our relations with China are not steady right now either. So um, yeah, it, it'll be interesting to, to see how it shakes out. Um, yeah. And see who acquires it. If someone acquires it, um, you probably read the same thing I did uh, that Twitter would have to take on some debt 
and get some more investing if they were to acquire TikTok because it would just yeah. be such a massive acquisition um, from that that bite dance. I think you've brought that up before. Yeah. yeah. So it's just amazing. Like we've talked about it on this podcast before. When we talked about Tencent, when we talked about Alibaba, we're like, mm-hmm. the only downside to owning this stock and the biggest risk is our relationship with China. Because like, if yeah, that, and, and Alibaba, Alibaba's also been down for me because of this. Like, it's just amazing. My, my, my Asia market stocks, mm-hmm. they've just been, they've, they've brought down my portfolio. The, the Asia tech stocks that I have. Just been, yeah. Yeah, that's. Yeah, strange, strange what's going on. But yeah, I'm interested to see how that shakes out. I mean, I hope our relations improve, but who knows right now? It's, everything is just kind of, it's like the cloud. Everything's up in the air and no one knows how it works or what's going to happen. Right, right. So yeah, I, uh, I got out of some things, just some, some smaller stuff that, you know, make a few bucks, but nothing crazy just to have more in, in, uh, Virgin Galactic, uh, Penn, and Penn. Fastly. Penn has yeah. been amazing the last couple of weeks. And uh, dude, I saw so I saw uh, uh, Portnoy responded. There was some I I don't know if this guy was an analyst or, or an investor or something, but he was bashing Penn and how because like you know it's gonna suck because maybe we want to no. He was saying how Penn had debt and this and that, and Portnoy retweeted with the comment. And all it was, hey, Adam, suck my dick. <laughs> That's all he said. And then uh, Portnoy, you see, he goes, I'm just going to sit back with my pen stock and watch it make me millions. And I'm yeah. like, hmm. Like, because, you know, as President Barcel, like, he's got to know a little more, right? And if he's that confident in pen still doing well, that I, I feel like that could be a decent sign to other investors. Like I'm going to buy more of it. And if other sports don't happen where uh, online gaming or uh, gambling is down, I'm still going to buy it because we're going to have sports again at some point and we're still going to yeah. gamble. Like we're not going to stop <laughs> sports permanently. We're not going to stop gambling permanently. Mm-hmm. And so look, if it goes down a little more, okay, just, I'm going to buy some more personally. That's what I'm going to do. You know, like people listen, we're not experts. We're not like a Jim Cramer, you know, we're just kind of firing from the hip on on what we think might be a good idea. And we've won some, we've lost some. So anyone listening, it's, you know, we're not telling you what to do, how to do it, but that's just what we're doing. Uh, Yeah. I'm still going to buy it. Uh, Same with, with fastly, whether TikTok gets banned or it gets bought, still going to buy it. Like, cloud-based services like that yeah going that way here's the other thing about fastly too and here's the reason why like if you own it you shouldn't get scared is apparently their increase in like new customers it was their biggest jump of new customers Mm. since their IPO so like even though a large part of their revenue is might get taken away they have new business they're generating new business to back that up eventually it just they just make a short-term hit because of it so I think I think it's yeah. still a good one. Yeah. And, oh, and uh, also, by the way, I forget about it, Penn. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Penn National Gaming. Uh-huh. Uh, did you listen to that podcast I sent you, uh, <clears throat> Gary V, where he interviewed the CEO of Barstool? I think so. That was a few weeks ago, right? Yeah, maybe like a month ago. Yeah, she, pretty sure she talked, I hit that up. 
I can't remember her name, but she talked a little bit about their relationship. Yeah. So I think it's going to be good. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I hit that up. And it, and it sounded pretty positive from what I remember. Yeah. I've been listening to a lot more stuff when I can lately, just education from bigger pockets to training things. And uh, I uh, when I watched, it was funny. So I watched the interview that Portnoy had with Trump. Did you see that? Yes, I did. Yeah, it was like, like 14, 15 minutes or something. And uh, I, I thought it was entertaining. I thought it was you know, they could have gotten a little deeper on some topics, but yeah, hey, you only you, you only have so much time. He's What's that? Softball questions. But, yeah. Oh, hundred percent, dude. And I was I was hoping, you know, because I think you know which way Portnoy like leans on some things, but I, I think he could have pressed some things harder and still remained pretty objective and, and neutral. And yeah, he definitely threw some lobs, but um, aside from that, he he uh, slipped in there his relationship with Penn and how they're, they're connected. And I was like, you sly son of a bitch. You know how many millions of people are going to watch this. Yeah. It's an you just had to slide that in. Yeah. Yeah. It's smart. Very smart. So I was like, guess which podcast is already in on that? Listen <laughs> off the dome radio. Uh, yeah. So I, yeah. Stack wise. I, like I said, getting out a few things. Um, and into stuff that I think is going to have a bigger return. So yeah, we'll see what happens. Maybe it won't. Maybe it will. Drink hey, Coca-Cola. It's, it's better than uh, going and spending your money on shit that's going to take it to zero. Might as well put it in a place that's going to either grow yeah, your money. Or getting like, like a 0.1% interest rate in a savings account. Yeah. Might as well make it work. So... Yeah, it's uh, got to make the money work, man. Uh, all right. What's, uh, what's going on in the real life of Tim? Yeah, so I did touch a little bit about I'm continuing to utilize my job to learn about the industry. Mm-hmm. Uh, just getting into those, those two different things, the due diligence process, and then also learning about the financial aspect of it. Uh, but I want to touch more on uh, – so I'm, I'm, trying, I'm getting back into resume writing a little bit again because Ooh, of okay. – the nature of our times right now um because i do see an opportunity like i have been off i haven't been doing it for the past like six months like this year i haven't really been doing it that much yeah. um that's been coming on but i've had a, like a few like random people reach out to me on linkedin because i do like, i have a setting on my linkedin that says that i'm a resume like writer and i offer services so like i show up in like search results because of that because i have that oh, setting nice. Um, so I've had a few people reach out to me to do their resumes, like random people. I have a, a couple meetings this week to do that. Um, so I think I'm going to start like not doing too much of it. Maybe just take on like maybe a couple hours extra each week. Um, Cause I do feel like we're at a point in our economy. I know that it's getting worse with Corona. Like I feel like we're getting more cases like that part's not good, but I do feel like more people are like starting to go back to work. Or I feel like companies are getting smarter about the hiring process. Like mm. they figure it out in, in this like pandemic world. Um, so I feel like more people are like getting jobs and like applying for things more now. Um, so I do see an opportunity there. So yeah, that's just my update there. Um, and, and now that I know, and here's the other thing about SEO, search engine optimization. I feel like I can write resumes better now because I can reverse engineer like the, the keywords to put in there. For people. Ooh, okay, um, yeah. There's when pe- when you apply to a job, and you 
and like say there's like 300 applicants a lot of like job postings will have like an algorithm or like uh like an automatic like scanner that like mm-hmm. scans like filters like a certain percentage of them onto the next step for like a human to look at yeah uh, I feel like you can like optimize keywords in your resume whether like you might be a better candidate or not you can put words in your resume to rank you higher in like the search for it so i feel like i can bring that kind of expertise there so just taking that on um, um any words <laughs> in particular that you you know uh perform pretty well in those searches i mean i'm sure i'm sure it varies based on the job you're applying for um but any like yeah. good general rules of thumb that you've seen prove successful where it's like Hey, if it's this, you want to tailor, you like use these types of words, anything that you've seen kind of across the board that works. Yeah. You, you, you answered your own question. It, it depends on the job, like whatever job they're applying for, go look at the job description and go look at the skills that it requires and go look at the qualifications and build in those exact terms into the person's resume. Okay. It's a matter of matching that. And then there's also like, um, it's, it's called an ATS scanner. So like there's ATS scanners out there that you can like purchase to use um, that will give you like the right ter- terms to put in the resume. So using that, but also using the job description itself. Like that's a tip for anybody who's applying for a job right now. Just know yeah. your resume words that are also in the job description. It's going to yeah, make that, you- that, that. So yeah, that's what I was at. That's a super good tip of, of looking through that and putting those and just plugging those in to kind of feel yeah. like, hey, I fit exactly what you put on your website, so mine should go through to a real person, and then we can talk. Yeah, and the, the biggest challenge lies in how, how do you make those terms flow into your resume to the point where you can explain like your real experience, real life experiences using those terms, but do mm-hmm. it in a way that's like clear and concise and being selective about what, like the point. Because like you only have like, you only have a certain amount of space, like one page is how much a resume should be. Gotta be able yeah. to be, choose your words right and choose your experiences right, and that's. I mean, it all starts with your experiences. So yeah, such a puzzle because like, you're like man, I just got a lot of good stuff that could be useful here, and I don't have the space, and now I'm going on the second page. How can I trim the fat but not trim, you know, too much to where I'm losing key words? And it's it's such a such a puzzle, man. It's it's really an art. Yeah, without a doubt. So. Yeah, yeah. Um, so my RLE kind of, kind of will feed nicely into, into some book talk, but, uh, you know, we talked about moving where we live and stuff and, and just kind of changing environments when you need to. And, uh, I, I've found myself like, I'm just, I'm, I'm honed in on, on my businesses and my objectives. Uh, I feel like for the first time in a really long time, my paths are, are pretty clear. And, and I think the work necessary for those is also pretty clear which is nice now it's just applying right and so i'm not like a like a super type a person where it's like this would have to get done okay it's already done like it's going to happen today uh based on just like how i'm wired my personality it, it takes a little more conscious effort for me to even like plan out my day or okay i'm going to sit down and do this project right now so I have to just make a more conscious effort and, and I've been working on that, just focusing on, okay, I need to make sure my discipline is, is better. If I don't feel like doing this, I still need to do it. Um, 
and, and I think this needs to get done today over this. So that's what I'm going to do. And just, uh, I've been really trying to prioritize, make sure I push content regularly on my social medias and making sure that I, I do coursework and, and talk to people. And so it's, uh, yeah, after the dust settled from the move, uh, with the office and, and the house, um, get my shit done, dude, I'm moving the needle, getting patience, uh, waiting to get some more nutrition clients, but, uh, the needle's moving for sure. And, and meeting with the right people, talking to the right people and surrounding myself with, with the right people. Uh, you know, it's, it's helping. Okay. If I want to have the life that I, I have pictured in my mind between the years. Okay. Now this is what has to get done. And it's, it's gut check and go time. And so, yeah, my discipline, because like, dude, you motivate, anyone can get motivated for a day or maybe a week, but it's like when you're not motivated, when you're not in the mood to do it, like that's where the discipline. So, yeah, it's, um, that's been my biggest thing in the last couple of weeks is focusing on my focus and discipline with, with my priorities and making sure that things, it's like, I've hardly touched my, my room and putting shit away for like the last week and a half. Cause I'm like, nah, man, like I can do that anytime I want. Like, yeah. It's, it's time to do everything else. Like this is more important to me than hanging some clothes or putting a box away, you know, um, just the small stuff. And so, uh, I laugh yeah. cause that's, that's literally how I am with my office. Like <laughs> all these boxes back here, I'm in the same boat. Yeah. So yeah, no, that's, Dude, like, the thing is, like, now that you know, like, the past that you're on and, like, you know where you're going and you've defined, I mean, you're living the definition of success is the prog progressive realization of a worthy ideal. Like, you've got your worthy ideals in mind, you know where you're going, and I feel like it's allowed you to, like, manage your time better and, like, be mm -hmm. more disciplined, like, in the process. And then, like, you're going to get the nutrition clients because you're, you're just interacting with more people in general, like you're, you're putting yourself in a position to cross paths with people who are going to need your services. Like you can't just wait for them to come to you. Like you have to, you have to go out there and like interact with them and get your face in front of their face and mm -hmm. talk because you, you never know who's going to need it. So the, the yeah. clients, clients will come, the more networking events you go to and the more, the more people yeah. you just want to work. So got to stay consistent. Just keep putting it out. Well, I did uh, did get my logo for Optimal Fitness RX finally. Saw uh, it on Instagram. It looks good. Thank you, thank you. I was gonna ask ask your thoughts. Uh, shout out to our buddy Dylan Kozet out in Denver, one of our Denver boys. So uh, he's a pretty pretty uh, creative guy, good with with uh, kind of drawing and stuff, and just kind of thinking what might look good. And I was like, hey man, like I'll pay you for your time. This is these are my ideas. This is what the business is about. You know, can. Uh, can you help a brother out? And he's like, oh, dude, just, you know, buy me some beers next time you come visit. And he sent me some ideas. They were all really sweet. Uh, and, and the one I have, it just stuck out because it didn't, I felt like it didn't pigeonhole me. So it's, it's a fun little stick figure looking guy. Uh, looks like he's kind of running and two arrows in a circle around him. And it just, to me, it felt like, okay, cause I was like, Oh, do I, do I want a barbell? Do I want a kettlebell in there? Do I want something food? Uh, you know, a, a picture of a piece of food in there. And I didn't want to get stuck just in a single thing. Cause I, I, I encompass a lot. I work on breathing with people. I work on food, you know, I work on exercise. So it's, 
uh, it felt like it was a kind of a 360 view of, of health, you know, where you can, you can get a lot from optimal fitness RX and, uh, and I'll probably change colors here and there, but, um, you know, if I want to have a program to do it, it's literally just drop the paint bucket, click on what you want to change color. We've done it with our, with the podcast logo. So got that done. Going to do business cards this week. So, you know, couldn't focus on all the sexy stuff right away, but you know, I think business cards, since I'm being out there more with people is just helpful, you know, rather than, Oh, get your phone out, plug it in. Okay. How do you spell your name? What's your number? You know, just here you go. Here you yeah. Go. So For sure. yeah, it's, it's getting there, man. It's, it's interesting, you know, falling more in love with the process. So it's like in a few years, I'll, I'll laugh at, you know, where we are now. It's like, Oh damn, dude, I was psyched about getting a logo. Now we're here. Yeah. I love it, man. So, One foot in the other. Great. Yeah. So yeah, it kind of, kind of leads nicely into the, in a book talk. Uh, but before getting into that, uh, and I know you're too busy. So if, if not, no worries, but, uh, Witty and Campbell and I, I started a book club. We're going to start with uh, Why Nations Fail. So we're going to, everyone's going to pick a book after we finish one and it's going to be, you know, nothing like fiction, but something that is applicable and, and expands your knowledge. So if you're interested, we're thinking of just like doing meetups on, on Sunday. It can be virtual if need be um, for like, I don't know, hour or so. Um, yeah, if you're interested, I was like, Tim Reads. Yeah. I, I, like I, mean, I said, I, if it's the right type of books, then yeah, I, I would definitely be interested. Yeah, this one, uh, I, I forget who picked this one, but yeah, it's called Why Nations Fail. And so I'm interested to get into that and just see what the perspective is, you know, what they look at from economy to politics to social and just see what goes into it. Um, so yeah, start. What's that? That's super interesting. That would be something cool to learn about. Yeah, so I was like, oh, I need to need to make sure I bring this up. Uh, I brought it up to Shelby too, and uh, he's like, well, it'd have to be virtual, you know. I was like, dude, that's super cool. Like, that's we can do that now. Uh, shout out Zoom, pay us. Uh, but and this one I haven't read yet, but I've listened to enough Jocko Willink. He's got a book, Discipline Equals Freedom, and we're talking about being more disciplined and more prioritized to where. It's the discipline that will get you wherever you want to go. You know, motivation is good for when you're in the mood for it. Discipline is good for when you're not in the mood for it. And so it's like those people, when you don't want to do it, when you don't want to go on that run or don't want to go lift that day, you don't want to, uh, you know, write that article today. You don't want to put that content out, take the time to take that video, edit it down, redo that video three, four, five, six times and, and, and get it where you want it. You know, that's, where the money's made and uh you know where i'm at now i'm starting to realize okay i see it working i just need to keep it going now because that, that discipline equals freedom and it's like until i heard that i was like shit that's like it's legit and i've talked to a few other people about that and they're like dude that's that's the truth like that dude is on it because the discipline will free you to whatever you want you know consistency and, and we've talked to Ryan Mickler, he's like, I'm not good enough to not be consistent. So that dude is super disciplined, super disciplined. And look at him, like he's, he's blowing up. Yeah, he's killing it. Yeah. Such an interview. I want to yeah. go, I actually go back and listen to that one again. 
Yeah, that's too, that was that was good. One of my favorites. One of my that was fun. Such a great beard. He did trim it though, but such a great beard. Yeah, yeah. Tell me, like, hey, if you got pubes on your face, then maybe you need to shave it, but you just gotta let it grow, man. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, other than that, in uh, I'm reading that uh, beginner's book for real estate investing from uh, the guys on Bigger Pockets. Really liking that. They're so they're really good at just dumbing things down, and you know, right now, just kind of getting into uh, you know, can you start without money and stuff? How do you start? So. Uh, yeah, you don't always need money to start anywhere. Wholesaling, that's where I'm starting. You need very little, if any, capital to do that. You're kind of just bridging the gap between uh, fixing flippers and the agent. So that's that's where I think that's a good starting point. Alex Martinez, that's where he started. He said that's a really good starting point too. You can get a good amount of capital quicker than you know if you're trying to borrow money to do a fix and flip and hope you clear that, you know, hope your holding cost doesn't kill you, you know, is it going to be past six months? So it's uh, just a lot less risk to wholesale. And uh, yeah, I just, that's where I'm starting. So that's the focus. Right. Yeah. Good book. Love the bigger pockets guy. So your buddy who is talking to Alex Martinez, uh, glad he listened to that episode for sure. Yeah. If he's not on bigger pockets, I'm sure you'd probably recommended that, but if he's yeah. not on that, that's a good, just a good resource, man. They have such good people on there. Their podcast is so good. I listen to their podcast every day. It's awesome. It's good. Yeah. How's, uh, how's the books for Tim? Great. Yeah, I, I'm in the book on rental property investing um, by Brandon Turner. Um, mm. I, it's very, it's it's like a full guide to real estate. So I, I know like not everybody listens to our podcast is, always invest interested in real estate. So I try not to go too in depth on that, but the, the book that I want to talk about today uh, is outwitting the devil by Napoleon Hill. And it's actually pretty, I like when you bring this one up pretty similar to what you were just talking about. So one thing that they said is most real failures that people like experience, it's not because of like anything that happens outside of them. Um, Cause I just feel like we, it's, like getting on so like social media is good. Like people can share knowledge, but I feel like it is somewhat of a toxic environment because I feel like it, just a lot of people like to blame like external things going on, like mm. everything going on around them. Um, but what the book says is like most real fa failures that people have are because of the limitations that they set up in their own minds. Um, so like it, it's a choice for you to say something is limit limiting you from success. Um, and like the limitations that they talk about as to why people fail are procrastination, ego, eating unhealthy foods, lack of discipline, distractions, bad habits, and self-doubt. So, I mean, if you can, if you can, like, you're not going to be perfect all the time, but if you can be like self-aware of those things, like making sure that you do what you say you're going to do, don't procrastinate. Uh, when with ego, not getting too high or too low. Like when you're being successful and things are going well, like don't, don't think you're, you're the best. And like, don't be like closed off to learning new things when you're doing well. And then when you're not doing well, like don't get down on yourself. So the ego thing, and then it, like eating healthy foods, like a big reason why people fail is because they just, they aren't healthy. Like they're not eating foods. Like you'd be surprised, like a sum of lifestyle choices year over year. If you're always eating healthy through, like all throughout your years, 
your energy is just not going to be where it needs to be to get the things that you need to get done done. Like if mm. your diet is full of lots of sugar and like fats, you, like the percentage of your day that you're going to be tired is going to be so much higher because of the right. food you're eating. Like I, I just I've noticed it like because I was going to say that my real life experience is I've, I've cut out sugar like a sh- like a shit ton lately. Like I'm eating a lot more like fruits to compensate for that. Like oh yeah. Sugar. I eat chocolate here and there because I, I have to. Dude, you yeah. gotta feed the soul like, too, man. Like, yeah, I've displaced a lot of like the the shit that I was eating with like fruits. Like I eat a lot of bananas now, strawberries, blueberries, mangoes, uh, apricots, mm. and then I also like the uh, the tr- like. There's some trail mixes that are unhealthy, but like there's some that are actually like really good. Like the ones that have like a yeah. lot of nuts, like, berries in them. Um, so I'm eating a lot of those. Like it is amazing. Like just a small, like if you just try for like a week, not eating processed sugar and like, see what that does for you. <laughs> that, what that does. Um, so yeah, that, that, that stuck out to me. <clears throat> just like, like it, it all starts with like your choice every day. Like when you wake up, like what choice you're going to make that day. Um, I just feel like it's so easy to like look at like what's going on around us and I'm going to tell you right now, like regardless of who wins the presidential election, if you're basing who wins that, on like your happiness going forward like i don't like i don't even want to talk like that's such a toxic way to think like you're you're gonna you're gonna be successful no matter who our president is like mm-hmm. I, I already know like i'm gonna try my best to stay off of social media that month because like i just feel like regardless of what happens like there's gonna be a group of people that's gonna be mad and that they're not gonna be able and they gotta go back to their their job they don't like and they're gonna just continue yeah. to like not not make their own changes in their own life and be mad about what happened outside of their life. So I'm just, yeah. it's just a, a word. Like, I know like nobody's perfect. I'm not perfect, but like, just please, please don't let like external events like affect the way you do, uh, the way you go about your passions. So that's, that's all I'm trying to say. That's, that's what yeah. I got from that. So. Yeah. And, and I want to get back to these limitations for sure. But you brought up a good point that like, mm-hmm. uh, you know, everyone gets fired up about certain things politically. Like, you know, everyone's got stances and opinions. And as much as we talk about, people can't have conversations, whatever. Look, here's the reality. So, yeah, whoever wins, uh, look, if, if you're happy or mad about it, think about there's a lot of – there's still a lot of checks and balances systems with, within the the system, right? And – you know, if, if you don't like an outcome, look, vote for midterms. Midterm elections get so undervalued. Those are important too. Like that's where you get representatives and congressmen and senators. Like those people are up too. So it's like, go, go do that. Just that's, that's how you change it. So if you're mad about it, you know, make sure you, you take the action that you have in control and uh, like – I feel like you gave a, an answer that Gary Vee would give like, you're like, Oh Gary, what if so-and-so wins the election? He probably like, who gives a fuck? Yeah. Go work, go make your money. And he does it in his arm reach. Go do that. Put the content out. Like, you know, just keep doing that. You know, mm-hmm. you're, there's money. You can still make money. You can still do things. Look, no matter who's in office, there's going to be social issues, right? There's, there's always going to be a problem. Yeah, if you think the way to work, like if you think one person sets the tone for like what your life's going to be like and what this country's going to be like, you're just you're just sadly mistaken. Like I feel like yes, check yourself. 
Yeah, yes, I get it. the president is the commander in chief of the country. But like I think you I think people give it too much too much weight. Like that's just that's just my opinion. There's so much more like there's so many like other like people that make our country run the way it does other than the president. So right. let's just yeah. And like there's there's people all throughout Capitol Hill that that are bad people and who are going to disagree with your viewpoint. So like, why do people spend so much time like getting mad about who the president is and like yeah. who, regardless of who wins, make the most out of your life. So can't, can't. Oh, you, you broke for a sec. You mind saying that uh, last thing I heard was uh, regardless who wins. You mind saying that again? Yeah. I'm just saying like, regardless of when, of who wins the election, like, you're going to have to wake up the next morning and you're going to have to make a decision of how the rest of your life is going to be regardless of who it is. So like, that's yeah. like don't, don't like regardless of who wins, don't, don't get too down on it. My prediction is we'll wake up with the president and I'm still going to have to work my ass off just as hard as I am today. Yeah. So, right. so uh, and back to the limitations, um, you know, bad habits, you talk about self doubt and, you know, ego and stuff my mom was reading this book over the summer and it talked about how much your, your thoughts affect, affect your body and overall health because our body has, is made up of so much water or so much water in, and in this book, it showed the reactions that water had based off of, of certain thoughts. Mm. And when, when it was jumbled and dispersed and it's like, uh, and it was a result of, of a, a, a negative thing, a negative thought or something you were telling yourself versus there was a picture when it just looked fluid and harmonious and when you were having a peaceful or a positive uh, thought and things. So it's like as weird and hokey pokey as that sounds, it's like we are made up. We're like water surrounded by some skin, really. And like your, your thoughts, like think about – something that, that has, has been studied, the effect water has on, or uh, music has on water. We, we've seen that. Um, so, you know, music can do that. Thoughts can do that. So it's, you can really change internally things. Things function better when, when things are fluid. You know, we've talked on the show, be fluid, be like water, where, where you're flowing and you're harmonious and like, things are going to go awry, you know, don't get me wrong. It's not like, Oh yeah, just tell yourself it'll be fine and you'll feel better. Not all the time. Right. But in terms of, yeah, your self doubt and, and ego and things like, okay, no, to, today I, I can do this work. I can get this done. Let me just set this one task. Okay. I feel good about getting that one done. Let me try one more. Then you, you feel good. It's like, Oh man, yeah, I had a, I had a good, I had a good Monday. Didn't have, didn't have a case of the Mondays cause I got, I got these things done. So yeah, just wanted to add that on. It's like we are so much water to where like our internal thoughts have so much more effect than I think uh, just people know or, or people hear about or, or talk about. It's like, you know, yeah, good food is important for sure. And that's underestimated. Like, yeah, if you're just slamming you know, pizza rolls and fried foods and, and you just feel heavy and bogged down and you're like, man, I'm like lethargic and just – you know, eh, I don't want to do much. You, you got fruits and you're like, man, I feel good. I feel fresh, you know, buy fruits in season. That's when they taste the sweetest too. Get that little fix. It's like, oh man, that's refreshing. Mm. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So 
Yeah, and it's like, feel good when you make a, a good, healthy meal. It's like, mm, tasted good as hell. I did that. It's like Coach Carter when he was tying the shoe. I tied that. I tied that shit. So, yeah, dude, I like that. I, lo- I love when you bring up outwitting the devil. All right, bro, anything else for, for these lovely listeners of ours? Oh, I'm good for today. Good episode. All right. Everyone, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, we appreciate it as always. If you're enjoying the show, please head on over to iTunes uh, and leave us a five-star rating and review. Let us know uh, what you think, topics you want to hear about, people you want us to try to reach out to and, and potentially get on the show. Uh, we want to know your thoughts, but your, your reviews and things really does help us with momentum and visibility. So please head on over and do that. And until next time, have a great Tuesday. We'll talk to you.